Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is NFL Trend Zone. We are back. I am your host, Dustin Baker, here with Wes Johnson, Jason Bowen. We're bringing you all the NFL topics for the week. We're grinding down the season. We are on the precipice of week 17, an extra week this year, week 18 for the very first time in the regular season. Tonight, we're going to do something kind of fun. We're going to go through the playoffs as they stand at this given moment, which is Wednesday, the 29th of December, and pretend that those are solidified and then have each person, Wes, Jason and myself talk about who wins those matchups. And we're going to just tunnel our way through a playoff bracket and we'll by default pick our Super Bowl champion. And we'll give takes and analysis on as to why team, which team beats the other one, who gets to the conference championships. And voila, we'll have ourselves a dandy show like that. But first, we're going to talk about our sponsor, which is betonline.ag, who is back and better than ever. They have a new web interface for the rest of the NBA season, these NFL playoffs, with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and all the football action this season. Head to their new updated best desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use this promo code BLEAV50, believe 50 to receive that free bonus. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers, offer, <clears throat> offers Excuse me, available through the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. So as promised at the top of the show, we're going to go through the current playoff seeds and pretend that they're solid and give our prognostication for each game, which will inevitably get a Super Bowl champion. The one caveat I will give to you guys, if you want, you don't have to, for the seventh seed, because it's up in the air. So that's the Dolphins and the AFC or the Eagles and the NFC. If you would like, you can swap them out for the seventh seed that you think will actually make it. Uh, so we'll start with Wes and the NFC. With that said about the Eagles, they are slated to play the Cowboys if the playoffs started today. So I will keep track of your predictions. Tell me who would win Cowboys versus the seventh seed. Uh, Cowboys. They will pack Jerry World with as many Cowboy fans as they can. I think the offense is hitting a stride right now. Um, whatever was ailing Dak over the last three, four games. Uh, once he came back from his injury, uh, he seems to have put it together and they seem to be clicking. Uh, the defense, uh, I think, can cause enough havoc to uh, keep them in games. And whoever's in that seventh seed is in for a rough night if uh, that's the case. And do you think it will be the Eagles, Saints, or Vikings? Uh probably the Eagles. Yeah. They I think they have the clearest path and they have a pretty decent roster. The thing that's cool about the Cowboys and I'm going to take them to so I'll pencil that in. And I think it'll be the Eagles is that they have turned around the defense from absolute shit to a bunch of playmakers overnight. And that's not easy to do. I thought that they would 
turn the defense around to be respectable, but I didn't foresee that Diggs would turn into this God for interceptions, nor did I think Micah Parsons would be Lawrence Taylor Jr. in year one. I thought he would be very good and eventually become a pro bowler. So I wanted him on the Vikings at draft time last year. Um, But they have, they basically have like dudes that have offensive playmaker personas on the defense. And it's, it's quite cool. Uh, Jason, we both take the Cowboys over the seventh seat. Are you doing the same? Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Um, I I wish they wouldn't, though. I mean, I couldn't believe what they did to Washington the other night. I was watching that game, and they turned it on the second quarter, and they were up 35 to nothing, or maybe it was 35-7, whatever it was, and, and they were giving Dak Prescott's current drive numbers, and he was he, he was like, what, what was he? Eight for eight in the air. I'm like, they're still <laughs> passing it up and down the field. They're up 35. <laughs> like, geez, they are trying to prove a point to an undermanned Washington team. Just but no, no remorse. Um, I do think, though, and I, and I think it'll be the Eagles, but I do think that if a team has a chance to beat them out of those three. It, I think it'd be the Vikings. So I think the Vikings could put up a good fight against the Cowboys. And if that was the case, I'd love nothing more than to see them go down, but I don't, I don't think it will happen. No. And I, that's perfectly um, acceptable take because the Vikings can play any single team in the NFL tight. And if the game happened tonight, whether it was 90 degrees or 20 below, they'd play the team tight. That's what they do. It doesn't matter if it's lions or if it's like the 2007 Patriots, they're going to play them tight and they usually find a way to just dingle it away. So, but that's for my, our other Viking show, all of that hubbub. Um, so, all right. So we all got the Cowboys there. Um, the other thing about Dak, I want to say is, so he, you know, he had that stretch of, is he struggling or is he not struggling? And that was the big debate, Jerry Jones. He's struggling a little bit and blah, blah, blah. Like there's only three quarterbacks in the world each year that play pretty damn good every single game. And even those guys will have one turd like Rogers in week one. And so Prescott is not in that category. So there, he's going to have stretches where it's like, huh, he's not very good. And that's why he's not in that category. So, yeah, it might be cause for concern that he had a stretch, a month stretch where he wasn't quite himself, but that's why he's not in Rodgers, Mahomes, and usually Russell Wilson's territory. We we want to force him into that because he looks cool. He says all the right things. He's young, but he's not there yet. He probably will get there. Who knows? But uh, it always ceases to, like, like there's even takes that say, like, God, is he the right guy to lead this franchise? Because he had two or three bags. Come on. Like, he, these guys, like, the guys that are in that crust of, like, sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth best are there for a reason. It's because they're not perfect all the time. That really is only allowed for Mahomes. And he, even he, you know, looked like junior Superman for a month or so. And any one of those guys that you just mentioned, though, way good enough to, to get you to where you need to be. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that, uh, one more thing I did want to mention about the Cowboys is yeah, Dan Quinn's done a hell of a job down there with that defense. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's his second or not second act, but his next act. Wow. All right. So we'll pivot. We'll make, keep this, keep people on their toes. Let's switch over to the AFC two and seven C game. Jason, the Titans two seed right now, anyhow, versus the seventh seed dolphins. And that one is probably up for debate. If you want to slap the chargers, or Ravens in there. We'll just slap the Broncos in there, man. <laughs> Here we go. Oh boy, this is gonna turn into a <laughs> no, Super Bowl championship, uh, isn't it? Well, I mean, I think that the I think that the Dolphins are hot, man. Wow. That's a it's a, it's a crazy statistic I saw. The only team to ever 
go through a season with a seven game losing streak and a seven game winning. It's streak. incredible. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much. So, um, I don't know what to make of the Titans, uh, especially, you know, them being a number two seed right now. I don't think that they're two seed worthy. Uh, so I, I, it, it would not surprise me one way or another if this is the upset of the playoffs. You got to regardless sake, of what team it is. Well, that that, plays them. that's tricky for the game here because you're just going to have an anonymous seventh seed in the divisional round. Or are you really putting the Broncos name on it? No, 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 not at all. I, I like the, I like the Dolphins. Okay. So I think the Dolphins, um, do you I think, do you think that the Chargers or Ravens or Raiders will usurp the Dolphins for the seventh seed? I don't think the Raiders, I don't think the Chargers, and I no, I don't think that okay. the I don't think that the Ravens can do it either. Okay. Um, do you like the Dolphins over the Titans? Yes or no? I do. Oh, holy sh- okay. Bold, my friend. That, that's the upset of the week. Okay. I can dig it. Uh, on this one, I haven't looked at the tiebreakers. The Baltimore has the Rams, so that's not good for them. They actually play the Miami and the Titans play each other. This am I looking at the right thing here? That's just a big coincidence. That is a big coincidence. The, the Titans and Dolphins play each other this week as well. <laughs> so, you, so you're going to know right now um, that'll probably cause some movement too in the seeding. Um, but I'll take the the Chargers to get into that seventh seed, and then I will take the Chargers to win um, over the Titans in our little hypothetical scenario because the Chargers are a team just like the Vikings, a little bit better <clears> than <throat> get crazy good and crazy bad in like a day. So we were. Two of us are taking the Titans upset in the first round. So, Wes, let's pretend the Titans hang on to that two seed and they host a seventh seed. Who is it and who wins? Um, so at the beginning of the season, I had tweeted out a few um, upset predictions, I guess you could say. Um, one of them was the Miami Dolphins would be the a divisional champs over the bills and new England mm-hmm. um, rash of injuries kind of caused that seven game skid, but they, I mean, that's still within reach, I believe, unless they, uh, I, I don't, don't know what the head to head looks like between um, the bills and new England, but um, I, I like Miami. I, I think they have a very solid defense, uh, they have a growing offense. They do need some help along the offensive line and in the run game, but um, they actually passed, I think, the third most out of any team I, I heard today. Um, I, I like them to upset the Titans if, if they do, in fact, uh, match up with them here. Okay, so we're all wildly unimpressed with the Titans, which is okay. The other, uh, what was I going to say there? Oh, yeah. So the interesting thought on Flores, um, you know, kind of the coolest guy in the world right now, able to foster a seven-game win streak after seven-game win streak. But if you reverse those, if they would have won seven games and then lost the next seven, um, the old cliche, your, your record is what you says you are, you are what your record says you are. That wouldn't hold true because you uh, right now they feel like the hottest thing in the business for the creeping on a come up teams because they've won seven straight. But if they would have lost seven straight after winning seven straight, you'd have a completely different dialogue about the team. Oh yeah. Completely different narrative. <laughs> it, oh yeah. And, and deservedly so, but yep. it's, it's just uh, a wacky thing. All right. We'll go back to the NFC West. This is a tricky one. 
two familiar teams, the six-seeded Niners at the three-seeded Rams. What do you like and why do you like it? I like the Rams. Okay. Um, divisional matchup. Uh, I think, actually, you know what? I will change that. I will change that to the 49ers. I believe uh, Shanahan, Shanahan has uh, McVay's number um, historically, like some crazy ownage. Uh, so I would, if that was the matchup, I would go with San Francisco on the road going into LA, knocking off one of the Super Bowl favorites. Um, I will look up that head to head stat while you guys talk. Yeah, the, the tight, the 49ers unless they're really goofy this Sunday against the Texans, they're going to get in, <clears throat> excuse me, probably be the sixth seed. And they are the proverbial team. Nobody wants to face. And the only reason that's the case is because they got to the Super Bowl two years ago. That's fresh in people's memories. And they got a coach who's pretty creative. Um, I will take the Rams in that matchup, uh, mainly because I don't trust the quarterbacking who it is on the 49ers. You find your stat in a row. Yeah. Holy crap. Really? He's won five in a row against, uh, the Rams going back to 2019. Jeez, Jeez. that is not, I didn't know that. That's a good yeah. tweet, sir. Is that, you should think about that one. If I didn't know it, there's a lot of people that don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason, break it down. Who wins 49ers at Rams and why? Yeah, that's a crazy stat. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have thought McVay would have been able to, you know, even last year. Obviously, last year. I mean, yeah, the last yeah. five. I mean, <laughs> yeah. God, that's just ridiculous. Because the Niners were they were pretty rough last year. If I remember right. Um, yeah. It, then this would have to be the the, the game that McBay and company uh, get over that proverbial uh, hill, if you will. <laughs> um, but it, it's the the Niners are one of the hotter teams in football, um, and. Uh, Gosh, I don't even know that I can call. I'm gonna have to go with the Rams. They do finish the season against each other. Yeah, that's uh, that's the one that if the Vikings playoff scenario gets wonky, that's the one where most of the time when I'm playing with the machine, I just conveniently have the Rams win. <laughs> All right, so I, think, I mean, I can't believe how good Cooper Cup is doing this yeah. year. It's marvelous, just but, a machine. Well, and then, but then, but then, yeah, they, with the Niners though, I mean, Garoppolo isn't he out for the year? Probably. I, no, yeah. I, I don't know. It sounds like he's he, – well, he wants to play. <clears throat> yeah, he does. He does. But it, then they, then what? They roll with Lance, right? Yep. It'd be uh, kind of a dream scenario. Like, I don't think anybody outside of the Niners locker room really thinks they're going to go to the Super Bowl. So this would be perfect for Lance to get some a playoff spine Yeah, going. Yep. The, the thing about Cooper Cup <clears> – <throat> that I want to say I thought was funny. I think it was Dan Orlovsky who tweeted like, how about, how about giving Matthew Stafford some credit for Calvin Johnson's numbers and Cooper cups numbers. And it's like, we do, we, we give him all kinds of sympathy and credit. Like he's darn good. He's playing great in the Rams. It's like, I don't know anybody that slanders Stafford. So (laughs) it was like a fake controversy. It was like, how about once in a while we say thanks to Stafford. It's like, he's, he's he's been getting praise all year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, it's just a very strange ordeal. All right, so Wes is taking the Niners. He knows them more intimately than we do. Uh, The Rams, uh, Jason and I are taking, so let's switch back to the AFC. 
for a very intriguing matchup. The number three seeded Bengals at home versus the Belichickian Patriots number six seed. Jason, who do you got? I got the I got the Belichickians, if you will. <laughs> I mean, anytime you get a Belichick-led team into the playoffs, I like my chances with that. Um, even though Mac Jones has been kind of, you know, kind of not playing his best ball, but he's he's good enough to to get him. I mean, they ran the ball all but three times and beat the Bills. They'll figure something out and uh, get Belichick into the playoffs, and and I like my chances bet on him. West, the Bengals hosting the Patriots. Tell me why. Tell me who. I will go with the Bengals. Oh, okay. Um, Patriots have two straight losses. Um, they m- might have been figured out in terms of how to attack them when they're on offense. Um, the defense will always be there for New England. Um. And I, I think Cincinnati has a few too many weapons for Belichick to really scheme something and cook something up to where it would slow down and stop this team. Um, yeah, I, I got Cincy. They'd be at home. First playoff game at home in you know, a couple of years. Uh, I think that crowd would be rocking and, uh, they'd be able to fend off uh, New England for a victory. That would be, if they do do that, that would be such a humongous deal that yeah. Burrow would pull that off in a second year because I can't remember the last time they won a playoff game. Um, but I am going with Jason. I'm taking the Patriots in this matchup, and it's only because, not that I think the Patriots are you know going to barnstorm the AFC, it's because the Bengals have about one turd per month. One one game where you can't figure out why is this team so acclaimed? Like, I, I swear to God, I looked at the standings about three weeks ago and they were the 12th seed. And then now, boom, they're the third seed. So kudos to them for winning and Burrow throwing for half of a mile the other day. Um, but I don't trust them. And I've said on the show before, it's because they need to grow. And they're not going to win three games to get the Super Bowl. And I think that they could find that turd splatted right in their home building and Belichick. I trust him probably more than any sports figure in the world to fluster a quarterback who already thinks, you know, he's a top five type of dude. So give me the Patriots because of the mad scientist. To your point, Dustin, if that did in fact happen, Wes, your prediction. Yeah, that would be huge. <laughs> that would be huge because the the Bengals haven't gotten past the first round and, and but yeah, well, I don't know that they ever have. I mean, if we're talking recent, not uh, recent. No, not recent for sure. Um, it, I'll, I'll pull it up here when one of you starts talking again. But it, yeah, it, it's definitely back into either the '90s or the 2000s. Yep, even with the even with the Carson Palmer and then the Andy Dalton, you know, those years when they were because they had they ho- seemed like they were hosting playoff games there for a while. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, they were good on a reg- on a regular basis. They had that Zimmer so. defense. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Back when it I, meant something. I hope we can get that Zimmer defense next year. Well, it depends <laughs> on which version you get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. The uh, there is a version of it um, when it, when he has his his guys, as we call them, in the double A gap blitz is flowing. That is the most one of the sweetest things in football to watch. 
But for some reason, these past two years, it's like you only see it like in little flashes. And yeah, so I don't know. I, I would, if he became the DC somewhere else, I would fully trust him to get back to form. Uh, I just don't yeah. know. He's 65 years old and he seems to love his grandkids to death. I'm not sure if he will take a secondary gig, so to speak. All right. So that's the next matchup. I got Bengals playoff history loading. What do we have here? Back to the big board. Wes, talk to us, sir, about the four seed Buccaneers, which I think, no, they were the five seed last year. Yeah, I think they were the five seed and they still won the damn thing. Hosting the Buccaneers, Tom Brady hosting Kyler Murray and the Cardinals with maybe DeAndre Hopkins back in the saddle. Uh, Tampa Bay. I have not been impressed with Arizona <clears throat> over the last month, I would say. Um, Nobody they has. Are, yeah, they, they're faltering, and I just I, – I don't see them – sticking um if they had one less win they would be you know in in trouble uh they could fall out of the playoffs they've obviously clinched the spot uh so they don't have to worry about that but um i could see them you know ending up in the sixth seed even um they're in trouble i, I think whoever they match up against they will probably be one and done this year. And that means that uh, Kingsbury would, of course, get another year, but then then it probably has to be NFC Championship or bust for him, would you think, next yeah. year? Okay. All right, on, we'll get to you, Jason, just a second. On the Bengals, they've lost eight straight playoff games. The last time they won was 1991 when they beat the piss out of Cody Carlson's Houston Oilers. Yep, 1990 season, the 1991 January playoffs. And I believe something happened to Warren moon right before that game or in that season, Cody Carlson came in and the, the Bengals took care of business and 30 years ago or coming up on 32 years or 31 years ago. Now is the last time they want to play off game. So yes, they are starved. Like you wouldn't believe. They were a dominant franchise around those parts though. Yeah. Man. Yeah. When Boomer was Rocking and rolling, Icky Woods and all them. Heck yeah. <laughs> all right. Tell me about Cardinals at Bucks in the wild card round, Jason. Not much to add there. Uh, Bucks, easily, easily. The Cardinals are, are as Wes said, in deep doo doo. Deep, deep doo doo. They, they are lucky they got off to such the start that they did. Because um, if this season was longer than 17 games, they wouldn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> and, and, and nor do they deserve to be in it. I, Kyler Murray has not impressed me one bit. Um, I've watched him and it's just, it, it's really, it's, it's almost hard to watch at times. Uh, I think he really tries to do much, much more than he's capable of. Now he did have an awesome run the other night or the other game that I saw, but that it was longest of his career too, apparently. And he was quick, looked good. But aside from that, I mean, he, he does a lot of unnecessary things, I think. Mm-hmm. they were bitten by injury bug. He and Hopkins missed a month there. And since he got back, things haven't quite been the same. And Hopkins really I think he played the one game and then was back to the riding the bench with the injury, presumably till the playoffs start. So I, I want to point out that there was a month worth of uh, lack of continuity and yeah. then he doesn't have Hopkins. So uh, I think that when they were rocking and rolling, they were at somewhat full strength and, 
things were clicking. And I think it's another team kind of like that Burrow-itis where Murray's growing. And even though we want to anoint him as this cool mobile quarterback that can do no wrong, he, he does wrong. He's got a rocket arm. He makes sweet plays, but there's always going to be a little bit of the bad as he matures into his late 20s. And yeah, people, I guess, yeah, a lot of, I, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, God, he should still be able to just do it without Hopkins too. But I think having a number one receiver like a Hopkins is that can't be understated at all. Um, You know, without that, even Lamar is left with really not a whole heck of a lot to, to, you know, and and their record is speaking for itself as well, even though he hasn't really played either. He's had some injury stuff too, but yeah, I, I, the, the, the Cardinals collectively. Nope. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I think, yeah, with Murray, he misses the number one guy. Um, but he's, he's, he's like Prescott. He he's not quite there yet where he can, doesn't matter who's on the field. Like it really only applies to Mahomes and Rogers at this point in time, where if Rogers or Mahomes had AJ green, Christian Kirk, Rondo Moore, and Zach hurts, they'd be fucking fine. But for Murray, no, not, not quite yet. He'll get there. I think he will. I, I, I predict that he would win the MVP this year at the beginning of the season spitballing. I thought this would be the year he'd take the jump. He sort of did not going to quite win the MVP. Um, but yep, they they're they're a team that's growing. What's what's his stats for the season, Dustin? Give you can pull that up. Yep. Why don't you speak on? Well, I pulled this up. Wes will round out the wild card round. The Colts at the Bills, which will be an absolutely marvelous football game and a rematch of last year's playoffs. Yeah. Um, Colts at the Bills. That would be a rough one. I would go. Hmm. I think I would have to go Bills on that one. Uh, whatever happened after that embarrassment that um, New England put on Buffalo in Buffalo, uh, they've got a chip on their shoulder ever since then. And, um, you know, they, they went out and showed it last week against New England in New England. And I, I think they're rolling right now. Um, even with a few receivers out with COVID, et cetera. Um, you know, it sounds like they're finally starting to run the ball, which <laughs> um, will obviously help things come playoff time. Uh, Jason, through 12 games, Murray is throwing 273 passing yards per game, 21 touchdowns to 10 picks, and then he has 344 rushing yards and five touchdowns. So the pace has slowed down. That they he was he was breaking off three touchdown games, four touchdown games up until the last two, two, three weeks. So it's not quite there in December for him. No. All right, give me uh, – this is such an incredible game. This will be a great football game to watch. Uh, the Colts at the Bills, Jason. I, I am going to go with the Bills as well, um, and I'm kind of shocked by this, this, but I think if they are playing that in Buffalo, um, I think that could pose some problems for, um, for the Colts, given the fact they're used to playing indoors. I don't know. I would imagine the weather in Buffalo has got to be a little bit brisk. Um, and yeah, you're, you're right. I was shocked to see how well Buffalo came back and answered the Patriots. Um, now they Buffalo did lose that game right after the Patriots to the Bucks too. But then again, though, that is the Bucks. 
yeah, Buffalo, um, provided they can stick with the run, at least moderately, they, I like, I like them. I wanted the, so I, I have this vision in my brain where before my eyes, where the Colts will make a run to the AFC championship because they, they have a great offensive line. Quarterback has shown that he's decent and not trashy. Like he was the last two seasons, best running back in the game right now. And then very good receivers, not quite elite yet, but damn good. I have this vision that they can make noise, but then I don't like a matched up against the Bills. I was hoping they'd get the Bengals. We shall see, because then I can see them you know, starting to wiggle their way through it all. Um, yeah. But I will take the Bills too, which brings us to the divisional round. And Wes will lead off that. Let's see the way that you have done it, sir. You have a matchup that I will love to see uh, the 49ers at the Packers. And I love that matchup because of history. And you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell me, 49ers at Packers. Did the Packers cough it away right away? Not quite. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> the Packers come, I mean, the, the 49ers go into Green Bay, smack them around. George Kittle has some monster game. They control the ground. They keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. And they walk out of there with a victory. Uh, I can definitely see that happening here uh so i will go 49ers over packers uh exposing them like the frauds that they are and (laughs) here we go well you can tell that this is a viking fan show at times and i absolutely adore it Uh, jason you and i have the same matchup and it's a doozy number four number four seeded buccaneers at the green bay packers God, I think Brady Brady does it again. I mean, I honestly do, and I think that is the proverbial nail in Aaron Rodgers' coffin as far as <laughs> it, as far as his uh, tenure with Green Bay. So I think that does it. Brady gets the better of him again, and Aaron is done in Green Bay after that. Oh my goodness! All right, that's another thing that I enjoy. I I can't do it though. Um... I have a um, uh, evidently I'll have to pick them to lose here soon because I don't think they'll reach the Super Bowl, but I don't think they're a one and done. And I guess I should probably see their game against the Vikings, see if they're really made of at home in a very cold weather game coming up Sunday night. But I will take number, uh, number one seed of Packers over the Bucks in the divisional round. And I think that just aggravates Brady to come back for one last hurrah. West to you in the AFC, the way you have chosen, sir, you have the Miami Dolphins at the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think the Dolphins run um, runs out here. Uh, Kansas City, they they're starting to fire on all cylinders. They're they're going to be tough to deal with. I, I just don't think that. Um, Miami has enough yet on offense to, to keep pace with them. Uh, so I will say, uh, the chiefs, um, take care of business at home pretty handily against, uh, the dolphins. If that, if that game does come to fruition with all of our upsets and even dolphins getting in the playoffs in the first place, that game, the divisional round dolphins achieve, that will be a slaughter. That will be a tune up. For the Chiefs, <laughs> unless you think differently, Jason, tell me. Uh, no, don't no. let me influence you. Dolphins no, not at Chiefs. All. Yeah, Chiefs, easily, easily, thirty-five-seven, something like that. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking too. Uh, I did not. I I used my my card to put the Chargers in the playoffs. Had them upset the Titans, um, but I will. I won't. I won't have any silliness there. I'll take the Chiefs 
over the Chargers and division game, of course, but I think the Chiefs would pull that out something like 34-24, and that was over my seventh-rated Chargers. Which brings us to Wes and the other divisional game, which you have selected, would be the Bucks at the Cowboys. Bucks at the Cowboys. I think the I think the Cowboys would do this one. Ooh, okay, so I need a I need a big cowboy speech from you here. Um, they faced off in week one, and it was a back and forth contest in Tampa Bay, going all the way down to the wire, um, for which Tampa Bay ultimately won. Um, I think as the seasons progressed, the uh, defense for Dallas is matured a little bit more and i think this time around it'll be enough to overcome uh brady and um his cohorts not having chris godwin i think will ultimately catch up yeah uh even though they have uh antonio brown um mike evans leonard fournette all those other weapons i just i know godwin seemed like he was his you know, Wes Welker of mm-hmm. sorts. So not having him around, I, I think we'll, um, we'll hurt them in the long run. All right. <clears throat> we'll be thinking about it. We'll get to you here in a couple minutes. You're going to have a 1990s childhood NFC championship, sir. <laughs> All right, Jason, that brings yes. you to another really cool matchup. The Rams at the Cowboys in the divisional round NFC shoot. Boy, this, this, this could be, a fantastic game to watch. Um, and I think that I think that the Cowboys can take down the Rams, um, provided, you know, Dak is playing his a game. Like we recently saw, unlike what he did the previous month when he was coming and going, if he plays against like he did well, championship, he's passing it when they're still up 35 points. That's, that's still crazy. Still can't get over that. But, um, but again, though, I seen him come into Denver and that was his, I think, was that his first, first or second game back or no, the, that team Denver went to their house. Yeah. Denver. Oh yeah. That's right. Denver did go to Dallas and Dallas just looked awful. But then again, though, I, you got to chalk that up to a trap game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to almost, that wasn't bad. Cowboys as much or um, good Broncos as much as it was bad Cowboys I don't think so I mean I think they both match up real well playmakers on both sides of the ball for both teams um, be an electric game almost reminiscent of the Chiefs Rams game a few years ago yeah oh it could certainly be that way especially you know basically indoors uh, I I can see that but I am higher on the Rams uh, because I I do trust Stafford when he has this, this cast surrounding him and I do not trust the Cowboys. I think they're very fun. Um, but I, sometimes I know that every team has valleys in a season, but when I saw that scoreboard, I remember exactly when I looked over and I thought the scoreboard was wrong. I was at us bank stadium watching the Vikings game and it said 30 to zero 
Broncos in Gary world up. And I thought, I really thought the scoreboard operator had it wrong. Had to have been. Yeah. It had to be the other way around and sure as hell. Nope. <laughs> you know, you're, if you're a Ezekiel or uh, any one of those wide receivers, fantasy football manager, you are just like, okay, well, they're not scoring points today. Fine. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I don't, for some reason, I feel like that's going to show up. Like just that, that rotten version. And so I've been high on the Rams because of all of the talent. I think it just, we see it step-by-step step, gets a little bit better. And even though Stafford has these strange patches where he looks like the lion's version of himself, which is the real version of himself. Uh, I still trust them more and I'm taking the Rams over the Cowboys. And that brings to the next divisional matchup for you, Jason, which is extremely intriguing. And I can't wait to hear your pick the Patriots at the bills. Hmm. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots. I just I like Belichick over any divisional opponent, especially in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they, they yeah, they split during the regular season. Uh Buffalo's probably the hotter team right now. Um, with Patriots dropping two and Buffalo winning, but again, it's it's Belichick, it's the playoffs, it's divisional. Yeah. I like that that setup. Yep, it's it's irresistible. Your AFC matchup, Wes, <clears throat> is also a festival of young guns at quarterback. It would be the Bills at the Bengals. Bills at the Bengals. AFC Ooh. divisional playoffs. Uh, I will go with the Bills here. Uh, I think that you know the they are primed for a run. Um, uh, I think, you know, with the Bengals getting past the first round, um, they'll get some experience for Burrow and everybody else and, uh, be able to come back, um, next year maybe and contend for a little bit more. But, uh, I think the run the bills had last year, um, will give them the experience they need in the playoffs this year to, um, you know, win multiple games going forward. That sets up a very intriguing and familiar AFC championship when we get there for you. Good, sir. Um, I have the same matchup as Jason and I'm doing the same thing that he's doing. <laughs> I'm taking the Patriots over the bills merely for the fact that it'll just enrage the city of Buffalo because they cannot figure this guy. They thought everything was fine. Now that Brady was gone and it's not, <laughs> and they're back to the drawing board. And same thing with the Cowboys. There was this, this stretch of bills football where they just didn't quite have it. Um, like Wes said, they couldn't run the ball and that, that lives in there somewhere. And um, there, there's been too many times where they've looked like the first game of the year, they, they look like children against the Steelers and they lost. So I, I trust the Belichick defense. I don't trust Mac Jones, but I do track, trust Belichick here. So I will take the Patriots to reach the AFC championship. And that brings us to Wes's NFC championship, which I foreshadowed about three or four minutes ago. The San Francisco 49ers quarterbacked by Steve Young at the Dallas Cowboys quarterbacked by Troy Aikman. Uh, <laughs> it'll probably be uh, Lance or Garoppolo versus Prescott. Who do you got going to the Super Bowl? Uh, I've got Dallas in that matchup prevailing going to the Super Bowl, uh, even though I, I don't want them anywhere near the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how this uh, 
wound up, and uh, I think that they would uh, prevail over the Niners. Uh, the Niners have a, a good squad, but I just I don't know if they have one that can get them all the way to uh, the Super Bowl. So this is where their run ends, and um, Dallas's continues. Which of the the big five <clears throat> Rams? Bucks, Packers, and then Cardinals, if you want to call them that. Which one of those teams in the playoffs do you think is best suited to beat the Cowboys, no matter of venue, regardless of venue? Um, I, I could definitely see, even though I have them losing, I could see Tampa uh, winning uh, versus the Cowboys. I could see the Rams winning. Um, I could see Green Bay winning if they went to Green Bay. Um, so this is kind of an important point of order for the exercise. It really is dependent on matchups because, because if I would have texted you at 2 PM today and said, who you, who's coming out of the Super Bowl and the NFC for the Super Bowl, I doubt you would have said, give me the Cowboys. Right. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been a matter of fact if you did, but we've got there based on the matchups and these matchups could be the exact same two and a half, two weeks from now, or they could be jumbled. Um, But that's the beauty of the, the playoffs. Absolutely. All right, Jason, your NFC championship is also a delicious one. It is Tampa Bay at Dallas. Who wins it? Who goes to Super Bowl? I just want to comment on Wes's prediction mm-hmm. with the Cowboys. The Cowboys must have had Deion Sanders this year, right? Because, you know, <laughs> he kind of fluctuated between the Niners and the Cowboys and whatever team he was on won it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, I, I hope he brings that up every day. I bet he does. <laughs> yeah, he has to. Yeah. Oh, man. Dion, what a stud. Uh, <laughs> Who did I have again? You have the Brady-led Bucks inside Jerry World versus the Cowboys for an NFC championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, I, I actually think that uh, the Cowboys can take down Brady and the Bucks, provided that we get the good Cowboys. Um, and I then and I, I didn't even it didn't even register with me, I guess, shame on me when I was making these predictions, but yeah, Godwin being out is, 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 is a bruiser. I didn't even factor that in. I just, but in my mind, I'm thinking that doesn't matter. Brady will figure it out. I mean, that's what, (laughs) the fact that the fact that he has Brown Evans, Godwin Gronk and Tyler Johnson, who has got the talent of an upper echelon receiver eventually, like that's all gravy for Brady. He's done it with, with poor men, like, you know, just peasants. Yes, he has. <laughs> yes, he has. And it's, and, and, and you mentioned it a lot, Dustin is, I got it. It's so hard to bet against that man. You know what? Bucks, bucks are taken. <laughs> you talked yourself into it. I did. I did. I can't talk myself in, <laughs> out of betting against Brady. That's foolish. As long as Brady is alive and well, and playing in the playoffs, I can't bet against him. One of the coolest things for the listeners about Jason Bullen here that I've admired for about eight years is he has every reason known to man to hate Tom Brady and the Patriots, but he doesn't. He hates them in the moments that they're playing against him with the Broncos, but he's always got this pedestal of respect for the both of them. 
and like it's it's a lot grander than I have for Rodgers and the Packers. Like you know, you just it's probably because they actually win championships. Brady and Belichick, uh, more than one. Um, but yeah, any like any time that he speaks about Brady and Belichick, it's just a matter of respect. When it very easily could be like screw them guys. I'm just yeah, you know, and and the reason for that is is even dating back to the Jake Plummer days is is the Broncos when given an opportunity to go against the Patriots in the playoffs or and Brady we've they've always been able to if not do as good do a little bit better Jake Plummer uh actually had a winning record against Brady and them so I mean it's not like Brady has been the Broncos killer no it's the other way around that is like the one franchise that has nipped him more than any other ones, notably and otherwise. It's the Broncos. It's not just Peyton Manning. It's the Broncos. Yeah. And so, yeah, maybe that's why it doesn't feel quite as deadly um, where you've you've gotten the best of them. So, you know, <laughs> you can you can be, you can use that as cred if you need. Yeah, but Brady is such a <laughs> badass, though. God, isn't he? he is. God, it, yeah. must, it must suck to be him. <laughs> All right, Wes, your uh, let's see. I, did I do mine? Or did I announce mine? No, I didn't. Uh, I am taking the Rams over the Cowboys. Um, I believe that I can't remember. Did I already say this? Mm. Nope. All right. Well, I'm taking the Rams over the Cowboys because I, I, I think that the defense of the Rams is more consistent, peppered with talent and battle tested than this version of the Cowboys defense. And I'm a big defensive brain when it comes to football. So I like the Rams defense and that puts the Rams in the NFC champ. Wait, no, what am I doing here? Did I already say all that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I am to my NFC championship and surprise, surprise, I'm taking that exact same Rams team because of the same speech and I'm taking them over Packers in the NFC championship because all the Packers do lose NFC championship games, just like their counterpart Vikings. Now the Packers will lose their fifth straight NFC championship. Stafford will get the best of his old foe, um, the Packers and the Rams will head to the Super Bowl. All right. AFC championship time. Jason, you have. You're probably gonna you're probably gonna ride this Brady thing, aren't you? <laughs> or this Belichick thing, aren't you? Uh Patriots at Chiefs. This AFC. is where this is where where uh the Chiefs, the Chiefs will take down Belichick. Oh, okay. uh, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes has got uh or Brady has Mahomes number, but I'm not sure Belichick does. No, that's a very, very, very valid point. I think the only reason that he squeaked by him was because of that offsides call was two years ago. Yeah. With Frank Clark. I think I just, yeah. And I just think that the, that the chiefs are, are really, really whooping some ass and uh, coming around. Like we all kind of thought that and figured that they would, Um, you know, so get them in the playoffs. It'll be at home. And uh, I think uh, it'll, it'll it'll go down as one of Belichick's best coached years. I think Mm -hmm. when history looks back, um, I think that's how it'll end. Perfect. Uh, Wes, you have the Bills at the Chiefs. We've seen it before. We have seen it before. Um, I mentioned it months ago after they they met earlier in the season. Uh, this Bills team is built to beat the Chiefs, and that is, in fact, what will happen. I don't think it'll be as um, large of a gap as it was uh, back in week four or five, whatever it was. Uh, they beat the chiefs 38 to 20 in Kansas city. Um, uh, I think it'll still, uh, I think it'll be a one score game this time around, but I, I do think the, 
the Bills go in, take care of business uh, against the Chiefs and head to their uh, fifth Super Bowl. Okay, that that that's bold. That will that will give you a yeah, Cowboys Bills Super Bowl, and then we have to hear it on in our Vikings community about how Bill how Diggs is going Super Bowl and the purple team is not, and how he was right all along. We'll hear we hear the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, get ready, get ready for it. Um, okay, and then that leaves ain't going to the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I got the, the Chiefs over the the Patriots. I think it will. Let's see. That one will probably be cold, and the Patriots no cold. But I think that has maybe a twenty three seventeen game written on it with the Chiefs prevailing and going to Super Bowl, fulfilling my preseason prediction. So we will get. And this is a perfect timing. So we'll have to we'll have to do this same episode in two weeks before the actual playoffs start. Um, next week we can do topical stuff. Um, but this has been fun. So let's do our Super Bowls, and I'll start with you, Jason. The way that you have tabulated all of this, you have you you almost had the Belichick versus Brady, but you relented at the last second. So you have the is this a rematch that you have the Bucks and the Chiefs? I got it. Is it yep. is <laughs> and, who wins? Uh, who wins? Well, I mean, I would I, for Mahomes' legacy, it has to be him. <laughs> it has to be him if he goes down to Brady again. He'll never be better than Brady. So this is the, the one opportunity that he has to, to dethrone him because um, it won't matter if he plays as long as Brady and has as many Super Bowls as Brady. He and he will won't. always lost to Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, so whether that was in the AFC getting to the Super Bowl or if that was getting beat by him in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I think this is this would be the year that the Chiefs get back on top um, and – knock Brady down and potentially potentially send Brady off into retirement. But we all know Brady won't retire if he loses. <laughs> all right. So you got the chiefs. You, you put yourself in an uncomfortable spot of having to choose between Mahomes and Brady again, which I hated every minute of two weeks leading up at the Super Bowl last year, went on people's podcasts and they grill me about it. And I'd get close to picking uh, Brady, because how stupid could I be to bet against him? And then I'd ultimately I picked the Chiefs, and then I felt like a dumbass when I get up from my chair. <laughs> and you, you've put yourself in that same spot, so yeah, have fun with that. Um, all right, Wes, yours is a kind of a unusual one. Maybe it won't be unusual after we see these final two weeks of games. You have the Cowboys and the Bills in the Super Bowl, a rematch from '92 and '93. Yep. Um, You're all about these 90s nostalgia matches. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, this time the Bills walk away. They get their first. Uh, oh, my goodness. As, yeah, it, we're going to have to hear it. <laughs> but uh, as a Vikings fan who have lost, uh, you know, four Super Bowls ourselves, uh, maybe this gives us a little sliver of hope and we can, you know, follow a blueprint and put together a championship roster. Um, Thought we might have one this year, but obviously um, putting everything together, the mixture just didn't work. Uh, but what the Bills have going on, I, I think that, you know, if they make this run, that they they finish the job and uh, walk out victors. And if your prophecy comes true, that means that instantly uh, Josh Allen will be knighted or crowned and he'll be. He'll be in the top three conversations for the next 12 years. 
Cause yeah. all you, all you really need is one, one ring with the, with the body of work he's already put together. And then presumably he's the one that dragged them to the Super Bowl championship. Uh, he and Mahomes will be one a and one B for beautifully for the next 10 to 12 years. Yeah. And he's already gotten his big deal, right? Yeah. Uh, Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's locked up there forever. And they they love him. Year. And they love him there. And they yeah, think he's he, a stud. Yeah, they think he can do no wrong. Let me tell you, I've been in some before he even got good, they defended him like a madman. Um, back when he was inaccurate and stuff, they used to come at me when I I would tell people a simple fact that Kirk Cousins is more accurate than Josh Allen. And this is like the summer of 2020. And um, they'd be like, Well, he's got a bigger arm and you know try to tell me that he had played better up to that point. And I'm like, no, he hasn't. And then of course he became a borderline MVP, MVP candidate. And I look like a chump, but that's Bill's mafia for you. All right. So my little soapbox of Buffalo is over. Um, I have, I have the chiefs and the Rams in the Super Bowl, and I'm being stubborn about it. Cause that's what I have foreseen all along. I got a little worried there when the chiefs look like trash, but they figured themselves out. And I know that you guys have said tonight, I've said it and the media kind of said it that we, we all knew the chiefs were going to figure this out. No, we didn't. There was a week, there was a week there where we thought this was going to be a lost season and they were going to go something like nine and eight and miss the playoffs. Cause AFC was so stacked because they looked so clumsy. They were yeah. turning over the ball. Jason, I believe your quote was they look like a bunch of fast players that don't know what they're doing. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yes, indeed in the deep in your psyche, you're like, yeah, Mahomes will figure it out. Cause there's no way he sucks all of a sudden. And that was correct. But there was real anxiety and fear for about one week. Are these guys going to snap out of it? Cause if they were three and four going into Monday night football against the giants and they lost to that shit team, they would have been three and five and boom down in 13th seed. And there's no coming back from that unless you have some dolphin streak in you. Um, so I have chiefs over Rams. I like the idea of Mahomes fulfilling his legacy, getting back on the Schneid. And I, I have a coworker here in Sioux Falls that's a big fan, football head, and a Chiefs fan. And the way that I see it for the next 12 years, I think Mahomes is just going to win every other year. I think the Chiefs and Mahomes, doesn't matter who the coach will be, they're just going to win the Super Bowl every other year. That's that's my that's my prediction. <laughs> so next year when we're talking about this, I'm going to say, nope, Chiefs will find a way to lose. They'll get complacent each time. And it's just that it's been so long since we've seen something truly dynastic in the NFL where they repeat. And it's been the Patriots from 2004. And I don't, I can't explain it. I don't know if it's salary cap, but I do like the chiefs to win this one and humble McVay once again. So. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> think about it. The quarterback other aside from Burrow in these predictions that has the least amount of playoff experience is probably fucking Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. That's another good tweet. You should fire that up. <laughs> yeah. No, it is because I was he there once or twice, Wes. I think it's twice, isn't it? I think yes. they found a way to. <laughs> it's been so long, though. I mean, is that really <laughs> experience? Well, no, no. But if for the stat to hold correct, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that you wouldn't think it because everybody loves Stafford, loves them some Stafford. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he 2016, I think the Lions got. Like even even they're good. They they didn't scare me as a Vikings fan, and the Vikings weren't even that good that season. But he, yeah, the little engine that could Lions. I think I think he got there twice to the playoffs, and of course they lost. That's another team that's been on this unholy drought of playoff. It's, I think it's worse than the Bengals. <laughs> I think I think the and oh, I'll have to go look this one up for the next show. But I'm pretty sure the year like the Lions was early '90s too. They got really sneaky good with Scott Mitchell and everything mm. for a season. 
Hey, you know what we should really do is, and you guys have to have this info handy. What exactly would the Vikings need to get into the playoffs? The Vikings pathway to the playoffs isn't that dicey. They just have to beat Green Bay and then beat Chicago while the Eagles and the Saints lose one game apiece. Okay. So Denver, though, listen to this, though. <laughs> this is crazy. I shouldn't even be having this conversation because Denver's not a playoff team, and I we're just going to get shermered anyway. So, But listen to what they need to have happen, and it's a lot, but it's all possible is the crazy thing. So they, they need to win out, of course. Then they need the Rams to beat the Ravens. Check. Very doable. The Titans to beat the Dolphins. Check. The Browns to beat the Steelers. Check. That's this week. Mm -hmm. Then next week, (laughs) they need the Steelers to beat the Ravens. Not so much a check. That's just like a dash. They need the Bengals to beat the Browns. I can call that a check. They need the Patriots to beat the Dolphins. That's in Miami. They always play weird there, but check. Yeah, and then they need the Chargers to beat the Raiders. Yeah, the only one was that dash mark, whatever one that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that. That every one of those things could happen, but every single one of them needs to, right? Every one of them needs to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh man, and then the, the the Broncos have the Chargers, and who do they finish out against? Chiefs. And the Chiefs could could be resting starters, though. Oh, I don't know. Because if they – hold on, i got to look at these seeds one more time before we hop off air. Yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy. I know that none of that's going to happen, but all of it could. Yeah. (laughs) I uh, I tweeted out this week because I'm so convinced that the Vikings are going to just get smashed on Sunday night against the Packers that I tweeted out what, what has to happen if the Vikings lose to the Packers, and it's similar to that. Um, that, that many games that have to go the Vikings way. Uh, let's see the, the chiefs are 11 and four and the Titans are 10 and five. And I don't know who has the tiebreaker there because of the Titans. Yeah. I think you might be onto something. If the Titans were to lose to the dolphins and the chiefs win, then they might clinch home field. But we need the we need the tight we would need the Titans to beat the oh. Dolphins is the thing so that <laughs> yeah, can't, you can't bring that up. But uh, you know, hey, I mean, I'm not I'm not Fangio's defense can can you know it, none of it's going to happen, but all of it could. Okay. That's all I was getting at. Well, That's well, crazy. There, there shouldn't be like normally I'd be I'd be picking those teams to win anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. It was like an easy if you're playing on the playoff machine on ESPN. That's who you'd pick to win. Uh, some of them are dicey, like Steelers, Ravens, and then Bengals, Browns. Can't really trust either one of those teams ever because yeah. they have a history of doing weird things. But yeah, the, in terms of the Vegas odds, the point spread will be in your favor each one of those games. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next week, let's do some coach stuff because I think it's absolutely comical that the, the Jaguars are interviewing everybody that's been a head coaching candidate on every short list. That's been circulating since September. Right down, like every tweet I was getting yesterday was they're they're interviewing this guy, and I'm like, oh, so they're interviewing ten dudes, right? Yeah, and I, if I was going into that job, I'd be so cynical, like, oh, great, they're going to interview, you know, Byron Leftwich, well, he's going to get it, and they have to, you know, give your best <laughs> sales pitch. So, in in this type of job, you know who your competition is, and it's kind of weird. Do you think people are lining up to actually take that job? What a job that would be! Somebody to re to get 
Trevor Lawrence back on track or Urban Meyer, man. Yeah. What a disaster. Oh, geez. Based on based on the quarterback position, it's an enticing job. That yeah. man will have to. I don't. I don't know if he'll get to rebuild the roster himself, but he'll get to give. Trent Balky is there. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, I think our two teams are probably the most attractive jobs. I kid you not. Uh, I think Bill Barnwell, somebody mm-hmm. on ESPN, ranked the the top situations, and the Vikings were very, at the very top of the list. The only downside for the new Vikings coach is a strapped cap and a decision on Kirk cousins. Yeah. I mean, they got the, they got a lot of good talent there. Like a lot of good building blocks. I mean, yeah, but God help me. If this new guy doesn't know anything about offensive line, they're going to feel the wrath of Vikings territory.com. I tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen, um, let's talk coaches next week. And then we'll do the same thing two weeks from tonight. So we can go through the real NFL playoffs. All right. Sounds great. All right. Take it easy. Good night, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.